morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Baruch Hashem. Ah, so beautiful to see the Olam. Okay, let's continue. We are in the middle of the Sugya of Boinim. If the Olam remembers, we're bang smack in the middle of the Sugya of Boinim. We only did one shape. And we started with an introduction. I want to get to Sabalach al today. I want to get to some practical cases. There's a tremendous amount of practical examples that are in a Gael Trying to give you as much of the background as I can. Because it's important. Because Boinim, as I mentioned... I think we did this on Sunday when I mentioned that Dhamma, Boina is a malacha that number one is very, very halacha lamaisa. Number two, people think it's not the gay because I don't build. And number three, if any of you even tried to learn seven shinyad gimel, seven shinyad dalad, you would find it quite hard. Because to learn halacha lamaisa from the shulchan aruch, it's very unlike boira, for example. You learn Bayrit, Bayrit has not changed. Everything is Bayrit, everything is Bayrit the way it was, and the conditions are the conditions. We've done it here before. When it comes to Bayrit, everything's changed. And there are so many practical examples that are not Mufurish and Shulchan Aruch that we're going to try to get to. So let's see what we can do. The first thing we have to discuss is like this. There's a Gemara, beautiful Gemara in Shabbos Ein Dalit. The Gemara in Shabbos Ein Dalit tells us what happens if a person has a clump of earth that is on the ground, and it's disturbing him. It's bothering him being there. He picks up the clump of dirt and he moves it away. Or there's a clump of earth and he puts it in a place where there's a little bit of a, little bit of a hole, a little bit of a mini valley going on over there in the middle of the football field. And he fills it up in that way. The Gemara tells us that a person that does that has a chiyav of boina. That a person that does that, takes a clump of earth and he moves it. We're not going to go into that all different things. But the general idea is that when a person takes a clump of earth and he moves it, or a person would take a clump of earth and fill up a home, would be chayev mishum boina in that case. So what does that mean, Lemaisa? It means, Lemaisa, that digging a hole on Shabbos in earth, in the floor, is going to be nisadoraisa boina. Digging a hole. Sometimes when nobody digs a hole, we don't, we don't go around on Shabbos with spades digging holes. However, the following could be Nagea. If, for example, you have a, a garden outside, and you have earth, and you have a goalpost, or something similar to that, and you insert it into the ground, you have like these posts, or for example, you want to pay tennis, or anything like that, that has a net, and the net comes with a stick, and you stick the stick into the ground, and then the other one on the other side, and that a problem. Or for those of you out there that even know what cricket is, and you have... There's no way you played that in school. You did, really? Shlaimalei also? Really? Wow. It's called a wicket, right? That's the three, the three things with the thing on the top, right? No, 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 but you stick those in the ground. Right? That would be an Issa. That's an Issa Mishum Boina, Rabbi Sai. Shaila Vanissa Daraisa, Mishum Boina. Another shayla that the post can talk about. No. Another shayla the post can talk about is a woman walking with hot, with high heels. Where the high heels dig into the ground every time she walks on those. Is that a problem? Or for example, if you've got those football shoes, there's a name for them. They have cleats. Thank you. No, the studs is not the name of the shoe. The studs is? Yeah, I am, right? Cleats are the one with the, with the, with the, with the sticks. Each one, yeah? Okay. So is that an Issa, Rabbi Sai? Is that an Issa to walk on the ground on Shabbos 
with such a thing, because Be'etzim, what you're doing is you're creating holes in the ground, which is Be'etzim Ashaila of Boinus. The boys can say that would not be a problem to do that on Shabbos Kodesh. Let's move on. Okay? So that is the gap of the ground, even if there's grass there. Putting out the grass, of course, is going to be a problem. That's another problem. There's Boina and there's also, right, there's something else. Koitza. Huh? With regular shoes, that's fine. Ain't a Ain't a that's fine. Let's move on. Rabbi Sarah, Rabbi Sarah, let's move on. Let's move on. So like this. There's a murder in Gemara in Ksubistav Samach. The Gemara tells us what happens if you have a pipe and this pipe has a blockage. Am I allowed to unblock the pipe on Shabbos Kodesh? That is the Kashi Yisrael. Am I allowed to unblock the pipe? The Gemara tells us clearly that it's an Issa Gomu. It's an Issa according to most. An Issa Daraisa. For a person to unblock the pipe on Shabbos Kodesh. So now here's the Shaila. Person has a sink, person has a toilet, and it gets blocked on Shabbos Kodesh. Is he allowed to unblock the pipe on Shabbos Kodesh, or is it a problem not? There's a major, major machlokes in the poskim. If one second, one second. There's a major machlokes in the poskim, whether a person is or is not allowed to unblock a pipe. On Shabbos, or is it included when the Gemara says in Ksubas, Daf Samach, included in the Issa Daraisa? Most Gedolei Olam bring down that it's an Issa Kafimeni, it's an Issa Daraisa. Chacham Ben Tzin Abba Shaul, Rav Moshe, Rav Eliashev, Shmir Shabbos, Mishnah Alochas, Chacham Ovadia and Yabiya Oime, and others as well, that hold it's an Issa Daraisa. Now, Shlomo Zalman comes up with a Moedik Israel. Listen to this verse. Shlomo Zalman comes up with a svarah like this. He says like this. This is his lambdas. This is his svarah. It's important to remember the svarah. Shimon. It's important to remember the svarah. Right? It's important to remember the svarah. The svarah goes like this. Says Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, if a person has a cup, and that cup gets crumbs in it, and in order to drink from that cup, I need to clean out the cup from the crumbs. Sukkot Shlomo Zalman, there's no issa to do that. I, I can't use it for a drink because there's crumbs in there. I need to wash it out. No, I didn't fix anything. It was a beautiful cup. It was a great cup. Happens to me, it had some crumbs in it that I wash out. When you have a pipe that's blocked, it's a beautiful pipe. It's a wonderful pipe. It happens to be that it's blocked. Mimela, when you unblock it, is not a problem. Oh, Boina, Frek Zevi in the back, hold on a minute. What does Rav Shlomo Zalman do with the Gemara in Ksubas? That's a kasha. How can Rav Shlomo Zalman say, that's a when we have a Gemara telling us not that way? So Rav Shlomo Zalman like this. Shmiel, just, just a second. Rav Shlomo Zalman says a beautiful chat in the Gemara. Rav Shlomo Zalman says that when the Gemara says that you have a pipe that became blocked, it did not become blocked with items. It became, it started to grow moss. Started to go like a type of grass in there. And therefore it became, as, as like sometimes things get wet, they get moldy, it grows certain things, and eventually that grew and that grew and that grew to the extent that it was impossible to use, and therefore it was blocked. Says Rav Shlomo Zalman, that is something that if you unblock, will be Issa. But if you have a simple blockage, then there's no problem. Okay? So one second, one second. Kaitsa could be another problem in a Hanami. If it's raining in a Karaka, depending on how it works exactly, like mushrooms, that's the Sugya. Rabbi Sai. Rafalk Zatzal told me that there's a very big chilek between a sink and a toilet. 
What's the difference between the sink and the toilet? Listen to this, Rabbi Isai. Listen to this svar. Listen to this svar, Rabbi Isai. Rabbi Zatzal told me like this. When it comes to a sink, the pshat is like, when it gets blocked, it doesn't generally, obviously it can happen, but generally it doesn't get blocked with one ice, with one item, with one miser. What happens is the sink, the pipes over there, generally, you know, sort of build up the dirt, build up things over there. And it's the makabapatish, the last blockage, the last piece, is what finishes up. Therefore, when you unblock that, what you are doing essentially, is you're unblocking it from things that were there for a long time, that would have stayed there for a long time. And that's why, a sink would be, mamish, according to Rafalk and others, would be an isagomo. Whereas a toilet in many times simply becomes blocked, we'll talk about the it becomes blocked from a lot of tissues or something like that. Mimela, it's a one-time thing. So if it's a one-time thing, so therefore you can be more maker with unplugging a, uh, a toilet or if it becomes, if it becomes blocked. Now all the poiskim are masking, even Rabbi Shloim Zalman, whose Be'etza Mekel will tell you, you should only be soimich on it Really, you shouldn't unblock anything. And for sure not to use one of those snake things. For sure don't unblock anything on Shabbos Kodesh. The snake is those flexible little metal things you put inside the sink and unblocks it. Rabbi Zalman, whose Mekel said, you should only be soimich on that But in most cases, you should not be soimich on it, and you should ask a goy. If you're stuck with Shabbos like Dubi said, covered up with then there's a mockim to be Mekel, in that case, to use the liquid unblocker, they have these liquids that you pour down and that sort of unblocks it as well, would be included in this. Again, should not be done unless it is a shas hadchak in that case. So, basically, many more cases for us to go on to. But as Hashem tomorrow, we'll talk about the sugya of fixing things that are attached to the binyan. Have a wonderful day.